Hi, everyone. Good morning. Hope you're all well. Hope you're not too sleepy due to the clocks going forward. I really can't stand it when the clocks go forward because, you know, you're just so tired and you feel it on Monday morning when you have to go to work. But it's a good indication that summer's coming. And I don't know about you, but I'm really hungry for summer. Who's hungry for summer? Yeah. Okay, well, this is the fifth week of the series Gospel in Life. And I was actually going to say that you can buy the book um, that accompanies the series upstairs, but it seems like it's sold out. But you can get it on Amazon, and you can also get the DVD of um, all the presentations that um, Tim Keller does. So, um, yeah, you can buy that on Amazon. And today's topic is about being a witness. And I have to be honest with you that in the past, the word witness has scared me and it's made me cringe because I just think of people standing on, you know, in streets and just talking about Jesus and people walking past and thinking they're strange. And then I'm also walking past and thinking they're strange and I believe in Jesus. But being a witness is something wonderful and you can do it in many ways. And it leads me to share something with you. Um, three years ago, I um, was diagnosed with a condition called polycystic ovaries. And if you don't know what that is, it means that um, you have lots of cysts. Oh, a lady will have, obviously, um, a lady will have cysts on her ovaries. And um, basically, just you probably just don't release an egg each month, which means that you don't have a regular cycle, which means that you find it really hard to conceive. And I had a scan, and I remember the, the person who was scanning me just showing me all these cysts all over my ovaries. And in the medical world, there's no cure for it. You can only manage it. There's no cure. So months went on, and um, I didn't have a regular cycle. And then I went to a healing prayer conference and this lady called Lynn Button prayed for me and she prayed that it would go away and then immediately after that I started to have a regular cycle. Then a year later I had another scan and I told the person that I was diagnosed with having polycystic ovaries and she said to me, well I can't see it, there's, there's no cysts on your ovaries so I, I, no, it's, you, know, you haven't got it. So that was amazing. And then um, my husband and I, we, you know, we started to try for a baby and it just wouldn't happen. And then one day we were at church and we spoke to Chris Lane. He'd just finished preaching and we, we just asked for prayer. And he, he just, we, we stood with Chris and he just said, look, let's just listen to God. Let's see what he's saying. And as we listened to God and, we, and Chris was just inviting the Holy Spirit, I started to think, about a few things because I, I had felt quite just cut off from God because I'd made a few mistakes and I thought, how is God going to bless us in this situation when I've made a few mistakes? And so in my heart, I just said to God, God, please speak to Chris and tell him what's, what's on your heart. And then afterwards, Chris just comes out and says, Denise, I really believe that God is saying, I don't see the blemishes that you see. And once he, once he said that, I just thought, wow, that's amazing. God's grace is just with us. And then he just said, womb, be open. 
And due to calculations, that very day, the womb needed to be open because the following week, I took a test and I was two to three weeks pregnant, which means that we conceived a couple of days before he said that. And so I stand here and that was 20 weeks ago and I am 20 weeks pregnant. <laughs> and I know, you can't, I know you can't really see it that much, but look there, yeah, there, you see it now? But um, so a couple of weeks ago, my husband and I, we, we, um, we listened to the baby's heartbeat and it's like galloping horses. And I just thought at that time when I heard this strong heartbeat, I thought, look at this, there is life growing in a place that seemed like it was a dead situation. And I'm five months pregnant and I can just testify that God heals. He heals you from diseases. He brings life into you and you can trust him and you know we haven't had this baby yet I don't know what's going to happen we you know but we have hope and I've seen God do wonderful things in my life and that is why I can hope anyway so this leads me to um, Tim Keller we're going to play um, the video in a moment but I just want to raise a few points in what he says in his presentation now, the first thing is that Tim Keller highlights that there are two ages. There's the present age and there's the age to come. Now, in the present age, this is the present age, and sin dominates the, pre um, the present age. There's sickness, there's disease, there's broken relationships, there's disasters, there's just hopelessness. And then there's the age to come, and that's when Jesus comes back, and that when we live in God's kingdom, and there's no sin, there's no disease, there's no sickness, there's healthy relationships, there's, there's joy, there's peace, there's hope, there's eternal life. And the good news is, is that Jesus, when he came into this world, he brought the power of the future age into the present age. So he performed miracles, he um, raised people from the dead, and he just brought life into people. And people gave their lives to him, and they received his Holy Spirit, and they had the power of the future age into the present age. And we have that now. We've got the power of the future age, or the age to come, um, right now into this present age and when I think of people who who don't have that and they've got the mindset of the present age I just really feel sorry for them because you look at how there's there's earthquakes and there's tsunamis and it's not even about will there be a major disaster it's when and where will there be a major disaster and then you look at the credit crisis and it just doesn't seem like it's getting any better it just seems like it's going to get worse and for those who don't believe, I just feel sorry for them because it's like, what? What is there? There's hopelessness. But as a Christian, there is hope. And we do believe in the age to come. And we are called to share that, to show people that there is something better. And in 1 Peter 3, 15, it says, But in your hearts, revere Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect. 
So how do we give the reason for the hope we have? How do we witness? And I think that one of the most effective ways is to make sure that the gospel is working in our lives first. Start with us. So, you know, we shouldn't try and hold on to the trappings of this world, um, you know, the present age, but to allow Christ to be in our heart and let him just work in our lives. And then we can show others what he's doing rather than just be so focused in telling people what they need to do in their lives. And um, I'm in the health and fitness industry. And one of the things that I would like to do once I've had a baby is to help other women just get healthy and fit post-pregnancy. But instead of, you know, me right now focusing on how I'm going to do that and the program and the business plan and all that stuff like that, the best thing I can do is to have the baby and become healthy myself because no one's going to buy into the idea that I'm prescribing a healthy lifestyle if I've got a child and I don't look fit and healthy. They're not going to part with their money. And it's the same thing when you witness to God is that it has to start with you first and then other people be like, yeah, Jesus does live. There is hope. Okay, so we're going to play um, Tim Keller right now and I hope you enjoy it. And I also want you to bear in that the gospel has to start with you. Love the fact that Tim Keller said that we should be an alternative. And um, I just want to just repeat the verse, um, Romans 12, 2. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. And people in the present age, in this world, people are trying to find their identity in their jobs, in money, in things, in the way they look. And we as Christians, we should find our identity in Christ and show them that it works. And... Um, where in this world it's easier to, to fear, we should have faith. And where in the world it's easier to resent and hate, we should love and we should forgive. So I'm just going to call up the band right now. And what I would like you to do is, um, if, you'd like to, if you can stand up, and we'll just think about a few of the things that I've said and also what Tim Keller has said. If you could close your eyes as well. And I just want you to just think where you're at in all of this, because we're all in different places. And um, maybe you are at this point right now where you, um, you know that the gospel really needs to work in your life. And you've given your life to God, or in, yeah, you've given your life to God, but you, you're, not, you're not walking in it on in a regular basis. And you, you, you're starting to get a bit focused on what the world has to offer. It's, it's easy to do that. And um, maybe you just need God just to help you, just Jesus to, to just help you with that, to allow the gospel to, to work in your heart. And um, perhaps you're in a place where you're finding it hard to, to share. And if you need 
God to help you with that. If you are afraid, he can, he can set you free from fear with his perfect love. Maybe you're finding, you're finding it hard to find your identity in Christ. There's just so much going on that you're so focused on in, in your job, in, in making money, in things, in things that you want to buy. Maybe there are things that you feel if you get that, you're going to be, you're going to look or be a better person. You need Jesus to just come in. There's nothing wrong with having lovely things, but when it becomes our idol, when how we look and what we've got and what we do becomes an idol, then we need Jesus to help. So I'm just going to pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much that you love us and that you show us how to love. I thank you so much for your grace and that there's nothing that we do that will separate you, us from your love. And so I just ask you to please help us with all the things that we are battling with. Help us to allow you to work in our hearts. Please open our heart to you where there's things that are um, standing in the way, I just pray, Lord, that you will help us to just lay them down at the cross and allow you to come in. Lord, where the, the world seems so attractive, Lord, I just pray that you will just help us to, to know that you are the way, you are the truth, and that you are the life, and you are better than this world. Thank you so much, in Jesus' name.